Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Hippie Witch, magic for a new age. I'm your host, Joanna DeVoe, and this is a happy, hippie place where magic with a K meets the law of attraction. Hi! Thanks for joining me for episode 161 of Hippie Witch, magic for a new age. My name is Joanna DeVoe, and I'm the kooky creatrix behind Kick-Ass Witch, putting the K in magic, and Hippie Witch, the show you are listening to right now. I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and All That Good Shit, and you can pick up a copy of that at www.joannadeboe.com or back on the description page for this episode, back on Blog Talk Radio. And you may be wondering what I am doing here on a Friday (laughs) because Hippie Witch airs every Tuesday at noon and it's Friday at noon, Friday the 13th, no less. This is because if you listen to the last episode, uh, I had some amazing fans donate to improve the sound quality and it was worse than before we improved it. So this is a sound check. Um, If you need a visual of what's going on, I'm sitting in a lawn chair in my living room hovering over the the wireless hub in the hopes that that is the solution. And it's not just a sound check because I invited my friend Dawn Champagne of the Goddess Diaries. She's been on the show before a couple of times, actually. And uh, we're going to chat about Mercury retrograde because Mercury has been fucking with me and I have a phone relationship with Dawn. (laughs) We talk about these things. I was like, At the last minute, Dawn, will you come talk about Mercury with me? And she's like, I would love to. So for those of you who don't know, let me introduce you to my friend Dawn. Hi, Dawn. Hi. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. So You're so awesome to do this last minute. I totally appreciate it. Always fun. Always up for some fun. Yeah. I was thinking... um, We've had the most interesting friendship, and lately it's really evolved into where we're, like, sharing our dreams and synchronicities and symbols. Like, we have this kind of ongoing conversation where we'll just call each other, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Are you busy? I have to tell you about this thing that happened. And then it gets (laughs) into how it's like, I pulled this tarot card, and then I saw this thing. You know, it's so woo-woo and... uh, it's so fun to have a friend that, that speaks the woo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And we've both been having a trippy Mercury retrograde. Uh, for me, publicly, the way it's manifested is I'm trying to do this cyber witches theme in May. And it's been kind of a nightmare, the audio. I interviewed um, our other bestie, Lenora Henson. And we had to stop and start that interview five times. And I had to cut it together even beyond that in Skype because Skype was not cooperating. And then I did an interview with Chris Oropello, who is the host of Down at the Crossroads. I totally admire him and respect him and love him. So I'm like, I am not going to let Mercury screw this up. So I decided to wear like earbud, like a headset. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my microphone was rubbing on my collar through the whole conversation, and oh I had God. no idea. <laughs> I know. And then I did an interview here with Joey Morris, who's fabulous, and that's the episode of Hippie Witch that we had just upgraded. So I'm like, a test is in order. We're going to test this sound, damn it. 
Oh, how fun. Well, for what it's worth, I watched the Lenora Henson interview, and from the outside looking in, it was fabulous. I have the other two waiting in my queue to watch slash listen to later this weekend. (laughs) Yeah. You know, the Lenora one, that was the magic of editing. Um, And Chris, is awesome. Uh, his his is fine, except for when I'm talking. Same with Joey's. It was fine when she was talking. <laughs> so I guess that's the important thing that the guest was cool. Yeah. The host the host was a hot mess, but the guest was cool. <laughs> so uh, jokes on me. So what oh, kind of okay. what is Mercury retrograde been like for you? It's been good and bad. I'm not going to say it's been all bad, and I'm not going to say there's not good in the bad. I'm just being like grumpy cat about it right now yeah well it's it's been really interesting I can say that for for 100 percent certain but I think the most interesting part about this retrograde is the fact that there are so many other planets in retrograde at the same time yeah so not only do we have the trickster archetype you know in Taurus Mercury in Taurus right now in retrograde but there's Pluto Saturn I think Jupiter just – did Jupiter go direct or is it still – Yes. Yeah, Jupiter went direct. Okay. So – and then Mars. They're all in retrograde. And so when you think about it, it's like you've got your, you've got your um, communications and travel with Mercury. You've got your, your breakthroughs with Pluto. You've got your karma with Saturn and your willpower with Mars all in flux right now. <laughs> mm. That would explain why I ate some chocolate and gave myself a face full of acne that's probably going to take a week or two to go away. The willpower, oh damn God. it, was in retrograde because I know not to eat those <laughs> things. I already know what will happen. And I was like, I don't care. They were like butterscotch balls covered in chocolate. Oh and I can gosh. eat chocolate, Sounds but if delicious. there's milk in it, it was, it, but it wasn't worth it. Now I'm looking in the mirror like, stupid, mm-hmm. stupid, why did I do that? <laughs> Maybe that explains my poisoning last week, too. Oh, my gosh. When I, oh, I, yeah. I took some zinc pills to ward off a, a cold, and I overdosed accidentally. And it was the worst thing ever. Like, it was painful. It was physically painful. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm i glad you left because I was trying not to. It's only because I went through that experience with you. <laughs> Thank you, by the way. That was such, just having you hold my hand through that was like, God, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, um, I didn't know the other. I heard this once. And then I kind of did a newsletter um, called, not kind of, I did. I did a newsletter called something, The Time of Re. And I was talking about how mm-hmm. retrograde is about rewords, you know, redo, rethink, whatever, all the rewords. And, and now I see that kind of being a theme everywhere. I certainly did not create it. I heard it somewhere else. And now we're all talking about how it's this time of re. And um, review, revisit, stuff like that. And what I've been feeling this retrograde is resistance. <laughs> I feel, yeah, I just keep having these bouts of inexplicable irritation and very resistant to things that I'm normally like, yeah, let's do it. Go do me. I'm, I'm just very resistant 
and it's an internal thing for sure. And then of course, insights come out of that that are awesome, but it still keeps circling around. Like you have one of those, aha, that's why this is happening. And you think you're being set free, (laughs) but no, (laughs) no. Now I'm like on the calendar, like March, March or May 22nd is when this is supposed to end. Right. Right. How long does the shadow period last after? And I'm just, I don't know. I just, I wanted, I'm not normally this obsessed with it being Mercury retrograde. Um, but I can't explain the funky, every red light too. I'm like the red light magnet all of a sudden. It's like, this is kind of stupid. Like I've just driven 30 minutes and hit every red light. How is that even possible? No kidding, right? That, well, it's possible. I mean, if you, which I know we believe in the, the archetype, archetypal patterns playing out, but it's possible because it's such a trickster thing. You know, it's such a... a funny not funny coincidence you know <laughs> like okay okay <laughs> so i'm supposed funny to be slowing not- down too <laughs> yeah we should say too for people that are sort of critiquing the sound quality while we listen um dawn had a mercury retrograde moment trying to sign in and she had to use a landline so she's on a telephone mm-hmm. and she's not dialed in like i am so if you hear any fuzz or feedback um, when she talks, that's what it is. But uh, let me know if I'm clear <laughs> because um, I, I'm trying to use a microphone to plug in. So um, you sound good, Don. I just heard some feedback just now is why I mentioned that, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and this technically is a Mercury retrograde sound check. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is kind of funny when you think about it. <laughs> it is. And I'm I'm not superstitious about Friday the 13th, but there's a part of me, too, that's very amused that it's Friday the 13th. Absolutely. Yeah, Friday the 13th for me is like a special day just for the whole goddess nature of it, you know, the the history and the story behind it being sacred to the goddess. I love this day. So, but it is amusing. you, well, you have to tell people now what you're talking about. You can't just you can't just throw that out there and then not back it up. <laughs> you're right. I assume too much. Um, well, no, it is it is a day that is sacred to the goddess. Um, it is a day that is well, number thirteen being sacred, a uh, number of the feminine divine. You know, thirteen moons in a in a lunar year. Um, but there's a long and storied history about the whole superstition behind Friday the 13th, and it starts with the uh, demolition of goddess temples way back in the day. So I'll mm. just say that much um, because it would be like way too long to go into. It goes into the Knights Templar, um, you know, the Catholic Church. I mean, so many different things. So <clears throat> that's the that's yeah. the gist of it. That's interesting. I, I know, too, a lot of people think, um, have this, I don't know where this belief comes from, but that a witch's coven has to have, like, 13 members. You know, like, there's something about that 13, that number. So maybe that does, maybe you just answered that. It's a goddess thing. Something fun that I like to think about is the baker's dozen, because the baker's dozen is awesome. <laughs> a dozen yeah, is 12. Yeah, and then you get that extra cookie for the baker to taste test it. So it's like an extra cookie for the cook. Yeah. I forgot to mention, though, too, also Friday being associated with the goddess Freya. 
um, and Venus. So it's, you know, there's also that connection as well. But, yeah, I like the idea of the baker's dozen. It's kind of like a good luck charm, isn't it? <laughs> Abundance. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, I think I don't know how to take the piss out of Mercury retrograde, but I feel like we just took the piss out of Friday the 13th. <laughs> Yay. Yay. I noticed too, there's a real trend and I'm definitely part of it. I've written plenty about this, about, you know, finding the gold of Mercury retrograde or not being afraid of it or Mercury retrograde is lucky and it's blessed. And Mm -hmm. I think the spiritual community, we tend to try to put a positive spin on everything. Like tarot cards that were formerly terrifying (laughs) were like, Oh no, it's beautiful. It's positive. Everything's beautiful and positive. And I feel like, in a way, we do ourselves a disservice sometimes. I'm very, you know, law of attraction, vortex living. I'm, I'm into all of that. Um, in fact, part of this retrograde has been me struggling to get back in the vortex and, you know, pulling out all my little tricks and tools for keeping myself kind of in the flow. But at the same time, I think where, where does it end and where does it begin with spiritual bypass? and missing the messages of the shadow or the things that are coming forward now to be healed. It seems for me, like with this resistance, it seems like it's asking me to release, release the resistance. (laughs) And I'm working on it. I I am. Uh, Do you feel what I'm saying at all? Oh, I totally do. I totally do. And I like that. Um, the the whole reconcept, um, but you know you you mentioned being in flow, and the the way I kind of visualize it is the how do I explain this without sounding completely woo woo and out there? Um, but you are woo woo and out there, and I love <laughs> you know, about own you. The woo, <laughs> own the woo. Um, so the way I visualize um, astrological conditions is like it's a it's a current, it's an energy, um, and it's so it, the current is flowing in our direction from you know from where we stand here on Earth. We uh, you know you take your natal chart, you see it's all from the perspective of Earth, right? But it's it's all out there, it's all flowing towards us, and and so if you think about it in terms of energy or that current, you know, when it's um, moving along in progression and not in a retrograde, um, it would be in flow, so to speak, right? But when it goes in the retrograde, you've got the back flow. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, there is all of that um, recurring issues, uh, yeah. potential for recurring issues, you know, potential for, for regurgitating, you know, all, yeah. all these rewords that are coming up now. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Regurg- I, regurgitate is a pretty strong one. <laughs> it is, but sometimes it does feel that way. I, I, I'm not really a negative person, but sometimes it does feel that way. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I I put a um, little meme on Facebook. Um, people don't like it when I'm dark. I think is what it is. if I'm ever negative, it's like crickets, crickets, and they, and people seem to really love Happy Shiny Joe. Um, but the meme today was like a close-up of Grumpy Cat's face and said, Grumpy Cat hates Mercury retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, I mean, part of the reason that I moved away from the law of attraction, even though I still use it in my life, but that new age 
classic cliche new age persona uh, and really stepped into the archetype of the witch is because I embrace the darkness and I think it's important and we have invitations and what you were saying about, you know, now the flow, it's like a backflow. It's like, well, the invitation now is to go within and, um, you're being invited to do that now. And if you resist it, it's going to be more uncomfortable uh, than if you just accept what is. I cut and pasted something, I hope he doesn't mind, out of Robert Ojado's newsletter. He did a series on this retrograde. He usually does. And it's very specific to whatever retrograde we're going through. So I'll give him a little plug for that. So hopefully he won't mind me um, <laughs> reading what he wrote in the in the newsletter, it was to promote his program, but he's always full of it. I mean, he's got so many good insights. Uh, I've learned a lot from him, but he was talking about how Mercury retrogrades show us where we are haunted. And then he goes on to say that hauntings are caused by the ghosts. I'm going to read this, so bear with me for a second. Hauntings are caused by the ghosts, part of our past that we have not yet resolved or integrated. Our hauntings begin when we experience something that, for whatever reason, we don't have the capacity to be present to and integrate at the time it occurs, whether that be a trauma, abandonment, death of someone, financial crash, betrayal, etc. Most disincarnate spirits that haunt places or people are souls that experienced deaths they couldn't find resolution with, so they linger on until they do. Every Mercury retrograde, as well as Venus, Mars, and Jupiter, brings us to meet parts of our past as represented in the planet going backward in the sky. Every retrograde brings us to meet our ghosts, which have been haunting us since they became ghosts, whether we realize it or not. Mm. That's powerful. Yeah. I read that when he first sent it out however long ago. (laughs) That was stuck in traffic today and I'm just like I've had a lot of confusion with this retrograde and because I like I said this inexplicable irritation and resistance I can't explain it I don't really know what's bothering me mm-hmm. and um, so I was thinking about that like remember that thing Ohado said about being haunted like so I couldn't wait to get home <laughs> and dig back through my emails and find it and then it was amazing. I did a lot of journaling around it and I drew my ghost. Um, I like to express things like in artistic ways. Cause it really, it's very helpful. Another tip that I recommend people do. I think most of us have a smartphone of some kind with a recording device on it. But um, <laughs> if you live in my hood, you've probably seen me driving down the road, bawling my head off, talking into my phone <laughs> because I will, <laughs> If I don't have a journal, I typically journal out my issues. But if I'm on the go, I just talk to myself. And in talking, um, it's like I figure out what's wrong with me. Like if I'm like confused or I don't know why I feel a certain way, just blah, 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 like unleashing it into my recording device is very helpful. Oh, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. So the irritability that you're feeling then for, through this you know you, you you seem to be handling it like a champ because again from the outside looking in and I guess that's probably the nature of it huh it's always it's it's very internal this is the yes. as as above so below as without so within right that's yes. the internal 
thing that we're experiencing during the retrogrades. <clears throat> yeah, and so. two, I mean, I am wearing it on my face, as I just explained. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really... It's really, my son is also, uh, uh, we just shouldn't be drinking milk. Let's just put it that way. Or eating it in our food. Um, and we ate the chocolate together <laughs> in the last two days. Every morning, it's just like, surprise, it's a new constellation. It's so, I can only laugh about that. Like when, I don't know, stuff like that is just like, wow, okay, I'm a clown. That's okay. I'll be a clown right now. <laughs> oh, God, that's. That's Mercury. That's Mercury retrograde. That's the trickster archetype. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I should mention, too, because I love her. Um, I did an interview with April Shaley last August, I think. Uh, but she's an, a really cool astrologer because she has a deep understanding of archetypes and mythology. She's a big fan of women who run with the wolves. And... Mm-hmm a deep understanding of tarot. So she does like an astrological report every Friday called the new report for the week ahead. And then mm. she pulls a card at the end and they're all good. They're all good. Um, I often post it in one of the groups I lead. Cause I just, I don't know. You fall in love with someone, you got to share it. And I'm sharing it right now. Hers that she did today is extremely cool. Uh, spoiler alert, plug your ears if you don't want to hear the tarot card she pulled, but um, she pulled the Queen of Swords. <laughs> I was so, I was, of course, oh, I was like, yay. Yay. Yeah, but she said some great things that really resonate. Plus, she looks like a rock star, and that's always fun. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's the one with the Pluto, the tattoo of Pluto on her chest. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah. bold. Oh, I, I mean, her. that's that says something about who she is. Oh, she's a yeah. She's, she's a bold, badass, belly dancing witch. Very interesting person. Nice. Yeah. So we're plugging Ohio and plugging April Shaley today. Um, you're a really bold, badass, interesting witch as well. So uh, while we're doing that, like, can we just tell people to go to the Goddess Diaries org you just did a video this morning that it actually reminded me of our friendship Don, because you talked about um what is it titled finding purpose in your pain finding purpose in your pain i think we're such deep 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 good good friends because we well we first just you know it was a love thing and then in the middle of our relationship like we touched pain <laughs> we like bumped pain points and because we are badass witches we did not walk away like we moved into it like pain and talked about it in a very raw, raw you're cutting out I feel like it's going to serve the length of our friendship. It's really powerful. So when you were talking about that, um, about that, how we were going to talk later today, do you want to tell people a little bit about that? Because I think it's relevant to what's happening right now for some of us that are feeling resistant. I missed part of what you said in the beginning. You were cutting out. I couldn't hear everything. Oh, dear. Um, well, so what do you uh, want me to talk about? Your video. My video. Yeah, uh, what, the, the one you okay. just posted this morning, because I just feel like it's, 
it's relevant to those of us who have resistance right now, resistance to pain. You know, you're feeling like the mercury retrograde is messing with you and you're choosing to escape it to try to bypass those feelings. You're missing the gold in a way. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. So I guess, you know, you asked me earlier how this retrograde is is treating me, and I feel like in a lot of ways um, there has been a lot of mining for gold that's that's been happening, you know, since pretty much since January, actually. But um, I think specifically to this retrograde, yeah, that video is speaking to the current conditions in my awareness. <laughs> but it's not just mine. It's others too. Like I talk to other people about um, what's going on and, and they're kind of experiencing the same thing. So it's like a lot of us right now are using these um, backflow experiences to to um, grow from them. You know, it's like every, every burden, at least in my experience, in looking back, not it didn't seem like it at the time, but in looking back, every burden that I've ever experienced has led to something better, you know, something good. And but it only did it, you know, it, it, the the fruits of that only came out when I was able to sit with the pain and try to find the meaning or the purpose in it. And so basically, that's what it's all about. Is you know, I think everybody has had some shitty experience at one time or another, or, you know, maybe some of us have um, had pretty traumatic childhoods or, or a crappy relationship or whatever, whatever the pain is in your life. Um, and I guess I feel like uh, we can take that, that experience and tell the world about it. It's kind of like using the metaphor of writing your, your life story. Um, so what story are you telling and what narrative are you giving? You know, are you, are you telling it from the uh, perspective of the victim or are you telling it from the perspective of the victor? And we all have an opportunity um, to do that. But I think the biggest thing to carry home is that it's our divine responsibility to take hold of that pen and write a new story, you know, one that has a better narrative, a more empowered narrative. And so basically that's the gist of it, you know. That's the gist of what's been happening for me during this retrograde, and that's what my video is pretty much about. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I recommend they check the video out as well. It's very informative. It's not too long, which I like. Um, I'm, I'm such a rambler. I can appreciate someone that can do a video in like seven and a half minutes and say a lot in that time. <laughs> um, I think too, it's important to note that, you know, going into your pain, working with your shadow, working with mercury retrograde, you know, people need to know it's not, it's not just about being spiritual or it's not just about empowerment. It's about like the only way out is through. So if you don't do that, it, if you don't do that, the pain goes on. The shadow lingers. That's why mm-hmm. it's important not to, you know, which, what does Lenora's book say? Um, what's for you will not go by you. I can't, I can't right. say it in the Scottish accent <laughs> that her characters <laughs> say. But it's not going away. So you can tap, tap, tap all you want. You can do your EFT. You can chant and hold crystals to try to escape 
escape what's trying to come up for you, or you can let it come up and sit in it and journal it and cry and be like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is, you know, and have those insights. And then you get to move on. And I think that the retrogrades is just a great invitation for that. Yeah. I I got a really interesting question um, on that blog post this morning, too, about um, the poster asked me how, you know, which techniques have I been using to experience that, to revisit that, the painful memories. And um, I didn't think about it at the time, you know, but I guess my answer was that a uh, little bit of NLP that I've learned over the years, you know, timeline and narrative therapy, but also um, just being a channel and, and allowing the memory to come back or the message to come back in a different way, just kind of being that channel neutralizes the energy, uh, you know, the pain of the memory. And I don't know if that's helpful for people listening to this show or not. I think it might be because a lot of them are, um, readers and such, so it's you know oh, yeah. language that we speak. So <laughs> yeah, it's so a just, pretty just being open crowd. to it. Yeah. yeah. Well, blog talk radio lady is counting us out of the show now, but um, so I just want to thank you again for hopping on. Oh, you're here. welcome. I don't, yeah, I heard some problems, so I'm going to listen back and see how this goes and proceed from there. I don't know. Stay tuned, people. We will figure out the sound. We will figure it out, okay? Just be patient with me. <laughs> and go visit um, thegoddessdiaries.org and check out what Dawn has going on. I think you guys will really like it. Um, Thanks, and Joanna. Yeah, until we meet again, much love. Peace, everybody. Thank you. Bye.